Welcome to episode 62 of the I Want to Party with Bob Bobcast. This episode is a special trivia challenge brought to you in part by Paper Street Cuts Records of San Diego, California. Paper Street Cuts recently released a four-way split record called Endless Summer. Summer like S-O-M-M-A-R. Get it? Like Midsummer, the movie, the scary movie. Yes. This split also features the finest of fine bands, Lightweight, Sad Girls Club, All Weather, and Slow Draw. I do have a special guest in studio with me tonight. If you'd like to come and say a few words, uh, step on up to the mic, young man, and have, have say a few words if you don't mind. Play video game. This is my son, Ronan. Why don't you introduce yourself real quick? My name is Ronan. Okay, thank you for joining us. Uh, why don't you have a seat and play more video games? Thank you very much. Okay, sorry for that little interruption. My son basically demanded he be part of this episode, so I said, why not? It's a special episode. Let's... Uh, let him take part as well. A little background on the bands I just mentioned. Lightweight and Sad Girls Club are both from Sacramento, California. All Weather and Slow Draw are both from San Diego, California. This record is fucking rad. You should buy it. Details on how you can buy it and where you can buy it later on in the episode and also on the podcast website. Now, the winner of this trivia contest wins their very own copy of the Endless Summer record. So there are definitely some high stakes in this trivia contest, I would say. You would like to hear this record, you say? Now that you mention it, I'm going to be very nice and play the entire record throughout this episode. Between my talking at the beginning, going through all the trivia, all the way up to the very end of the episode. Brad, super rad. The trivia part, the trivia topics we're going to tackle in this challenge episode are round one, 1980s hair metal bands and music, and round two is 1990s popular pop punk. The final round question is kind of a hybrid, kind of a mix of both of those. Those two genres of music are kind of similar, right? If you break it down, kind of poppy, catchy stuff. Different clothes and attitudes, I would say, a little bit. The 80s hair metal stuff, well, most of those songs were about having sex, sometimes with minors, um, yes, unfortunately, and partying. 90s pop punk, that was kind of about not being able to have sex with a person that you wanted to have sex with and being sad about it. Well, is that 90s emo? was more like that. Ah, fuck. You know what? It's kind of all the same shit. Well, let's get to it. We've got some rad songs to listen to and a trivia challenge to get to, plus something that has me very, very excited in this episode. Yes, Plan 9 Ale House is back. They came back strong with the beer of this episode, the Modern Love Lager. That is a dry-hopped, crispy lager made with mosaic hops. Why don't we have a drink of this lager and see what the verdict is? Let's take a drink and see what it's all about. Oh, goddamn, that's good. This is what I have to say about this Plan 9 beer in particular. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely gold medal winner of the year in any beer contest that it could possibly be involved in. This beer is so goddamn good. It really is. Uh, secret, I did have one last night. This is not the first time I've tasted it. It's really good. What I get out of it, it's made with mosaic hops. So it's got a kind of fruitiness to it, especially when you take your first drink. There's a little fruity. Ooh, I like it, a little fruity kick. And then it kind of mellows out. 
and it's just a very crisp and clean finish. Such a wonderful beer. Oh my God, I cannot believe it. I am so fucking glad Plan 9 is back. I miss them so, so much. I miss talking about Plan 9 beer in every episode, right? The beer of the episode, that was my shtick. That was my thing since like last November. So, oh my gosh, yes. Pandemic, fuck you. Plan 9, I'm glad you're back. There will be details on their hours and what kind of operation they have in the Plan 9 ad that is coming up sometime in this episode. We're also going to hear a little bit from our friends at Pomps Not Dead Pomade. That is another very fine supporter of the Bobcast and maker of an absolutely incredible product that I love dearly. Red, well, let's get to it. So coming up next, a couple words from our friends at Pomps Not Dead, followed by two songs by the band Lightweight. The first song is called Fiddletown. The second one is titled Again. After that, we're going to get to the first round of trivia, followed by the songs Static and then Quarters by the band Slow Draw. After that, we're going to get to round two and the final round of the trivia. That'll be followed by the songs T-1000 and Cornerstone by the band All Weather. Finally, I'll come back for a few words at the very end of the episode. Then the songs Old Habits and Round Trip by Sad Girls Club. All right, let's Bobcast it up with this special music and trivia episode. Here we go. Do you have problem hair? Baby humidity is making wavy, frizzy hair an issue in your life. Do you have dry and lifeless hair? Or do you just like to look your best? If any of those things are concerns of yours, let me present you with the solution. Pomps Not Dead Pomade, yes, Pomps Not Dead Pomade, can tame the waviest, frizziest hair, can breathe new life into the driest of hair. Pomps Not Dead Pomade was founded in 2012 by Edwin Carson at his home in Houston, Texas. Growing up listening to punk rock and hardcore, Edwin takes inspiration from his favorite bands and ties them into his products. Pomps Not Dead Pomade is homemade in small batches to ensure the highest quality pomade that money can buy. With pomade varieties such as Shea Halud, a water-based medium to firm hold pomade, to my favorite, Jet Set Alexa, a medium hold oil-based pomade, you can't go wrong when choosing Pomps Not Dead Pomade for your hair management needs. Where can you purchase this fine pomade? I am glad you asked. Simply go to the Pomps Not Dead website at www.pompsnotdeadpomade.com and click on the products button to browse the selection of pomades or you can go to www.etsy.com and search for Pomps Not Dead Pomade to browse the Etsy shop. Either way, you'll be looking good in no time with Pomps Not Dead Pomade.
Welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob at Paper Street Cuts Records Trivia Challenge. In this challenge, you're going to be asked a total of 21 questions in three rounds. Round one is 10 questions about hair metal bands of the 1980s. Round two is 10 questions about popular pop punk of the 1990s. And round three is one tough question that combines the two topics somehow. And you'll see it's a tricky question. Participating in this trivia challenge are the following fine and wonderful people. We have Uriel Montes. This is his technically fourth Bobcast that he's been a part of. So uh, hello, Uriel. Thank you for joining tonight. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Joe McKinney. This is his second contest on the Bobcast. He did take part in the 206 Records Bingo Challenge earlier this year. Hello, Joe. Uh, Howdy. All right, and last but not least is Misky D. Rodriguez, who has contributed to <laughs> who has contributed to several Bobcast episodes in the past, though this is her first trivia challenge for any Bobcast. All right, welcome, you guys. Let's go over your buzzer assignments real quick. Uriel, if you know the answer, this is going to be your buzzer. Okay, it's a little offspring drum intro for you there, Uriel. Uh, Joe, Joe, this is your buzzer. Okay, a little Ruby Soho (laughs) there for you. And Misky, last but not least, once again, this is your buzzer. All right, we're not going to take it anymore. So the rules are pretty simple. When you know the answer, after I read the question off, simply buzz in and answer. The questions in round one are worth five points each. Round two, the questions are worth 10 points each. And the final question is worth 20 points. If you do win, you will be receiving a copy of the Endless Summer four-way split record album featuring Lightweight, Sad Girls Club, All Weather, and Slow Draw. This is a brand new record brought to you by the finest record label in the West, Paper Street Cuts Records of San Diego, California. Let's get to the trivia. You guys all ready to go? Hell yeah. Excellent. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round Thanks for pointing out that I'm the oldest by giving me the like 80. <laughs> I just thought he would appreciate it the most is all. <laughs> Wait, is that why I got the offspring one? No, yeah, the baby. Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing with Rancid. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> all right, round 1. 1980s hair metal bands. Question number 1. This band from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, teased their way to the top of the hair metal heap beginning with the release of 1986's Look What the Cat Dragged In. Band members Brett Michaels, CeCe DeVille, Ricky Rocket, and Bobby Dahl ended up selling over 45 million records during their career. That rose didn't have so many thorns, did it? Talk dirty to me and name this band... You are correct. Question number two. The band Rat may be best known for the song Round and Round off their debut full-length album, Out of the Cellar. This is a multiple-choice question. What was the original name of the band Rat? And bonus points if you can name the city that the band Rat originated in. Was it A, Alley Rat, B, Ricky Rat, or C, Mickey Rat? 
as the original name of the band Rat. Sorry, that is incorrect. Incorrect. Ah. Yep. I'm gonna go with C, Mickey Rat. Uriel, you are correct. Yes, sir. It was. And is the city San Diego? The city is San Diego. Yes, they formed. The singer Stephen Piercy formed the band in 1977 in San Diego. They moved to LA in 1980 and shortened the name of the band to just Rat in 1981. I knew taking I knew taking that history of rock and roll class at Mesa College was going to pay off. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to pay. You're right. <laughs> All right. Question number three. This band was certainly nobody's fool and was named after a glass slipper wearing fairy tale princess. Fun fact about this band. They were discovered by John Bon Jovi while playing at a club in Philadelphia in 1985. Name the band. Cinderella. Cinderella is correct. All right, question number four. Speaking of Bon Jovi, this band from Tom's River, New Jersey, was also sort of kind of discovered by John Bon Jovi. Guitarist Dave the Snake Sabo and John Bongiovi were high school friends with the Snake even playing guitar in Bon Jovi prior to joining the band in question here. Bongiovi and Sabo had a pact that whoever got famous first would help the other guy make it in the music business. On this band's debut record in 1989, songs like 18 and Life and I Remember You shot this band to superstardom and their debut record went platinum five times over name this band uh, skid row skid row joe you are correct you are correct I've never heard of the band Brat, Kid Row. Brat. Brandon. All right, question. Woke up to the sound of falling brain. (laughs) (laughs) Question number five. The band Winger, led by vocalist and bassist Kip Winger, got their name due to a suggestion by Alice Cooper. You see, Kip wanted to call the band Sahara, but Alice Cooper... Who knew Kip, his time from playing bass and singing in the Alice Cooper band, convinced him to call the band Winger? Never mind all that. None of that's important. What is the title of the Winger song that seems to be a rallying cry for statutory rape? Oh, oh, me. Me. oh my god. <laughs> yes, 17. indeed it is 17. And side Did note, you, do you remember in that Metallica video, in that Metallica video, uh Kip Wingers on Lars is a uh, dartboard? Oh god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to say, have you ever seen a uh, Cinderella uh that if you YouTube Cinderella and Pat's Chili Dogs if you want to see the best 
like local commercial ever. Oh really? <laughs> oh awesome. Okay. Yeah, and their drummer's vegan. So if you see if you watch the video, like everyone eats a hot dog except he just eats a bun. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's something to you too, man. The um the, the <laughs> Kip Winger was asked about possibly having sexual relations with a seventeen year old, and he stated he had never had sex with a seventeen year old after he turned twenty one that is so yeah, huh, interesting that uh that's still statutory rape, Kip Winger, I hate to break it to you in most states uh, I mean, just look at that really gross, like really close cut beard oh my that's god like, oh that by itself that by itself screams statutory rape. <laughs> it literally does question number six this band had its heyday in the year 1989 with its cover of an ian hunter song once bitten twice shy the band has for sure caused some headlines since then with a pyrotechnics display gone wrong in rhode island in 2003 that killed over 100 people and more recently, playing to a maskless crowd in Dickinson, North Dakota on July 9th, 2020, mid-fucking-pandemic. This band has released apologies for both incidences. Name this truly awful band. It is great white, yes. Question number seven. This hard rockin', hard partying band formed in Los Angeles in 1981 and originally planned on calling themselves Christmas. That name didn't work out until guitarist Mick Mars remembered being in a band that referred to themselves as a blank looking blank. The umlauts in the logo or spelling of the name of the band, supposedly inspired by the Lowenbrow beer logo which the band drank of heavily. Name this band. Motley Crue. It is Motley Crue. All right, you're real. Question number eight. That band we were just talking about, Motley Crue, were no stranger to controversy. From the faux satanic imagery the band itself cultivated to singer Vince Neil driving drunk and killing a friend who was a passenger in his car at the time, Neil did a whopping 18 days in jail for a DUI that killed someone. This is a side note. Don't ever tell me white privilege is not a fucking thing based on Vince Neil's jail sentence. The controversy that followed drummer Tommy Lee, however, was a little more sexual in nature. Tommy Lee was married to this actress and model from 1995 until 1998. After a whirlwind four-day courtship, that is, Tommy Lee and his wife starred in a viral pornographic video in 1995, and Tommy Lee served six months in jail for kicking this woman in 1998 while she was holding their child. Name Tommy Lee's wife at this time for me, please. question revolving around that band <laughs> at all so uh, at first i thought you were going for hanoi rocks but it's pamela anderson you are correct 
Pamela Anderson. <laughs> it is indeed. Question number nine. This band formed way before the heyday of hair metal in 1972 in the city Hohokus, New Jersey, and their original name was Silverstar. They referred to themselves at that time as the New Jersey version of the New York Dolls. Yes, this band did always kind of have a thing for over-the-top fashion. Your clue for this question. The band in question appeared in the movie Pee-wee's Big Adventure in a short scene where Pee-wee interrupts the filming of a music video for the song Burn in Hell. Pee-wee is being chased through the property of a movie studio lot while the band is rolling down the street all piled into a convertible filming this video. See no evil and tell me the name of this band. Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister, it is. Question number 10. Not all hair metal was about partying and vague references to Satan. No, even the godly and holy roller types tried to get a piece of the hair metal pie with something known as Christian metal. Yes, Christian metal spawned several bands during the big hair period of the 1980s, but this band was king of the shit heap that was Christian metal in those days with their black and yellow outfits Record titles like To Hail with the Devil and using the number 777 to one-up the evil number 666. <laughs> Name this band for me, please. Striper. <laughs> Striper, it is. Striper, it is. Round one is now complete. Okay. Let's tidy up. I think Miski smoked everybody in that round. Six correct answers. 30 points for Miski. Uriel, you had two questions right with 10 points. Joe, you also had two questions right with 10 points for you. So Miski is the winner of that round.
Here we go. Round two. Popular pop punk of the 1990s. Question number one. Green Day is probably the hugest, most popular, and highest grossing punk band of all time. Eh, maybe, maybe. This question is about one member of Green Day in particular. He is only officially listed as a member of the band from 2012 to 2016, Though his association with Green Day and Billy Joe goes way back to his pinhead gunpowder days in 1994. I think this person wrote most of Green Day's songs since American Idiot, at least maybe even some of Warning. Actually, probably most of Warning, because that record sounds a lot like the band The Influence, which this person was a key member of. Name this person for me, please. Jason White, it is. Question number two. You're going to be in too deep with this question. Name this band from Ajax, Ontario, Canada, known for their silly music videos and singer-guitarist Derek Wilby's relationships with Paris Hilton and Avril Lavigne.
Some 41. Ooh, Joe. Yes, Joe. Joe knows his 90s pop pug so far. We look like. <laughs> Question number three. If Uriel doesn't get this right, I'm going to be very disappointed in you, by the way. Where do I start with it? I'm already disappointed. You never, never. Where do I start with this band? This band formed in Poway, California in 1992. After they fart joked their way around Southern California in the early to mid-90s, the band began to gain popularity and gained the attention of an Irish band that was also known as Blink. The band had to change names right when they were getting more and more popular, so they added the number 182 to the end of their name. What does the 182 signify? And this is a multiple-choice question, though. Make it a little easier. Is it A... Nothing. It's just a number. Is it B? It stands for fuck Rancho Bernardo. The one eight equals the letter R. The two equals the letter B, RB, the initials Rancho Bernardo. Or is it C, the number of times Tony Montagna says fuck in Scarface? Can I phone a friend? You cannot phone a friend in this contest. No, I, I, I can personally phone Tom DeLonge. He comes from that. Oh, really? Okay, good. Okay. What is the answer, sir? Doesn't it not mean nothing? Like, doesn't it mean nothing? That is acceptable. That is yeah. acceptable. However, Tom DeLonge in an interview said that the proper way of saying Blink 182 is Blink 182. The crazy Poway kids all said the 18 stood for the 18 stood for R. The two stood for B. It was fuck Rancho Bernardo because they had a rivalry between Rancho Bernardo and Poway as only suburban white kids can fucking ever manage to do kind of thing. So, but anyway, <laughs> it could so have been, it, it could have been A or B. So yeah, good job. All right. Question number four, Orange County, California seemed to spawn a few very popular pop punk bands in the mid to late 1990s. This band is no exception with the hit song about forgetting the things I said when I was drunk and climbing through people's windows. The title of that song is My Worst Enemy. What do you want to bet at least one member of this band is an anti-masker type? I'd bet at least two of them are. Uh, Name the band for me, please. does know his pop punk of the 90s again i'm gonna stand by that statement remember that i know question number five since we're already in orange county let's talk about the offspring they're from garden grove california the offspring have done a lot there's no doubt i despise the offspring's music so this is a short question Name at least two Is members. That you gave me them as a <laughs> no, because that's an iconic sound of '90s pop punk. It really is. Not because I hate the fucking Offspring, but um, and you know, uh, and I don't know how I'm gonna get myself out of this one. I'll just, no! I'll just do that real quick. Um, <laughs> name at least two members of the band The Offspring for me, as they were in the mid 1990s.
I just know Dexter and Noodles. Dexter and Noodles, I'll take that. The band was Brian Dexter. <laughs> we don't have to get that detailed. <laughs> the, the band was uh, Brian Dexter Holland, Kevin Noodles Wasserman, Ron Welty on drums, and Greg or Greg K. Kreisel. Okay, great. Question number six. Where would pop punk of the 1990s be without third wave ska? Yes, there was a ska punk invasion taking place in the 90s. And one of the bands leading the charge was this band from Gainesville, Florida. This band claims that the horn section that makes any ska punk band worthy of adding ska to the punk was added to the band due to the influence of the band Snuff. That's very interesting. Pezcore, Losing Streak, and Hello Rock View are some of the records put out by this band. Name the band for me, please. Less than Jake. Less than Jake it is, indeed. Question number seven. This band has been going solid for four decades, since 1980 to be exact. In 1993, this band signed to Atlantic Records and lived up to their name with a hit song titled American Jesus. And that song was off the record Recipe for Hate. Let's just say wearing a t-shirt with this band's logo to a church would not make you any friends. Yes, indeed. Question number eight. The band No Effects formed in Los Angeles in the year 1983, but didn't see much mainstream success until the release of their biggest selling record in 1994. The record in question has hits such as Linoleum and Leave It Alone. Name this record for me, please. Bonus points if you can tell me how many copies that record sold. You are correct. Care to guess how many record, how many copies that record sold? Oh, uh, let's say half a million. Mm, you're close. A million. It's that record sold a million copies since it's, since it's been out. Yep. Question number nine. Tim Armstrong of the band Rancid could be credited for much of pop punk success of the late 80s and 90s. He was a key member of Operation Ivy, a founding member of Dance Hall Crashers, and he formed the horrific dance-friendly sounds of the Transplants in 1999. Did you know that Tim Armstrong co-wrote eight songs with Pink for the 2003 kind of hit record, Try This? Very interesting. Tim Timebomb is a very prolific person. I'll give him that. The question here is, what record label did Armstrong co-found with Epitaph Records in 1997? Okay, yes, Joe, you are correct. It was Hellcat Records. All right, last question of round two. Question number 10. This band formed in Hermosa Beach, California in 1988 and is named after a horror novel character. That's a little too easy. Yeah, the band is Pennywise. The band has seen some ups and downs through the years, notably the death, 
by suicide of bassist Jason Thirsk in 1996. I'm keeping the shit talking of this band to a minimum here, mostly because I don't want man giant Fletcher to come and kick the shit out of me. Name, <laughs> name the song that gets that backwards baseball hat wearing crowd worked into a frenzy and is a standby at nearly every live Pennywise performance. Oh, by the way, the song is also used as an anthem by many sports teams around the world. It's the only thing I know about Pennywise. Bro-ham. Bro-ham it is. Yes, indeed. I remember uh, I went to one of those 91X holiday shows, I think, like, yeah. uh, like six, seven years ago, and Pennywise was in there. And I remember going up to my friend being like, hey, how much you want to bet I can get this whole stadium to do the Bro-ham well? <laughs> and I started doing it, and it was like starting the wave, you know, like at a football stadium. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It was uh, it was horribly beautiful. It was a beautiful disaster, as certain uh, I think you I'm made sur- a you made a lot of you made a lot of Kyle's nights that night. <laughs> <Kyle>. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's tally up. Uriel has two questions right, twenty points. Joe got seventy points with seven questions right there. Miski got one right with ten points. Uriel now has a total of thirty points. Joe now has a total of 80 points. Damn it, Joe. Miski has a total of 40 points. Final round. One question. For the final question of this contest, let's tie those two genres of music together we've been talking about. This band started out in San Diego. That's me. It's me. (laughs) This band started out life in San Diego, California in 1991 as a weird kind of hair metal funk hybrid band. The official line of the members of the band that one kind of sort of became seeing the success of the pop punk and ska punk genres in the mid 90s vocalist and guitarist of this original band, John Feldman, sold out and left Electric Love Hogs to move to L.A. and start this band in 1994. Name the band that was once Electric Love Hogs and sold out to become a very huge pop and ska punk success story. I'm just going to go with Real Big Fish. It's not Real Big Fish. No, I'm sorry. No, they I don't know. I just kept hearing the word sell out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll give you guys, I'll give you a hint. Their hit song, the big hit song of this band was here in my bedroom. Goldfinger. Goldfinger it is. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. All right. It was Miski there. So we have a total of 30 points for Uriel, 80 points for Joe, and Miski answering that last question, 60 points. Joe, you are the winner. Congratulations, Joe. You have won the Endless Summer four-way split, which is brought to you by Paper Street Cuts Records. That record features Lightweight, Slow Draw, Sad Girls Club, and All Weather. It is a modern-day punk rock classic in my mind. Thanks, you guys, for participating in the trivia well, challenge. I really appreciate it.
Plan 9 Ale House is back. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, Plan 9 has been closed for quite some time. However, Plan 9 is back and better than ever with takeout-only service. You can check out the beer, food, wine, mead, cider, and soda menu online at www.plan9alehouse.com. Simply click on the Order Now cassette tape button at the top of the website to go straight to an ordering and menu website. There, you can check out the incredible selections of food, beer, and more for takeout service to enjoy in the comfort of your own home. Please note, Plan 9 Alehouse does have modified hours at this time. They are open Wednesday through Saturday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. for takeout service only. Also, please note, be considerate and wear a mask when picking up your order. You can call Plan 9 Alehouse with any questions at 760-489-8817. And the address for picking up is 155 East Grand Avenue in lovely downtown Escondido, California. Plan 9 Alehouse is back and better than ever. Plan 9 Alehouse, beer to the people.
Congratulations to Mr. Joe McKinney for winning the I Want to Party with Bob and Paper Street Cuts Trivia Challenge. Holy shit, Joe killed the pop punk questions in round two, and Misky killed the hair metal questions in round one. Oh my gosh. Uriel, my friend, great job. Valiant effort. You did fucking great as well. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I hope you're all enjoying the music so far too. Seriously, I love, love, love this record. I suggest you buy it. Here's how you can. You can visit any of the bands on this four-way splits Bandcamp websites, Lightweight, Slow Draw, All Weather, and Sad Girls Club. They should all have links up for the record. Or you can go straight to www.paperstreetcuts.com. That's P-A-P-E-R-S-T-R-E-E-T-C-U-T-S.com and order the record directly there. You'll be glad you did. Huge thanks to Pomp's Not Dead Pomade and Plan 9 Alehouse for your support of the Bobcast. Both Pomp's Not Dead and Plan 9 make the finest pomade and beer and food, respectively. Please support them if you can. A huge thanks to Uriel, Joe, and Miski for taking part in the trivia challenge. You guys are all the raddest. I thank you so, so much. Lastly, and as always, thank you for listening to the Bobcast. Don't forget... Subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Here is Sacramento's finest band, Sad Girls Club, with the songs Old Habits and Round Trip to close this episode out. I hope you enjoy.